0: Hello, uh, Jason, and welcome to this episode of Dara the Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. All the way from the Sacred Valley in Peru, I listened to your three and a half hour podcast with my friend Paulette, uh, whom I interviewed in season two of uh, my podcast, and I just found your conversation really, really riveting. I'm really interested in in working with tobacco. I, I discovered tobacco as plant medicine in 2019. And, and prior to that, I just had all the, you know, the common misconceptions about tobacco that everyone has, like associating them with cigarettes. And I also worked in the World Health Organization, where they make you sign a paper that says, um, I will not consume tobacco products, you know, like, um, I teach Reiki and my level one manual, we also mention tobacco, like, be careful with tobacco usage, and so, so so there was a lot of unlearning for me to do when I started um, working with it, and I found out that I had a really good connection to it. Sadly, I don't, we don't really have access here in the Philippines to um, teachers of tobacco, or I haven't had access to them. But we do grow tobacco uh, locally, as well as other plants that I work with, like cacao. That is all over uh, the place and the good thing about um tobacco is that it's uh it's it's legal like cacao so it's it's easy to share uh you know there's no like fear or or stuff like that around it i'll stop talking and uh jason i'll let you maybe introduce yourself maybe share a little bit how you got to work with plant medicine and and tobacco um, in particular if that's okay
1: yeah yeah, well, thank you for having me. um you, We were talking a little bit before we started, but uh Paulette really recommended you. And,
0: <laughs> so
1: sweet. Uh, yeah, um it, it's a good question. I <laughs> it's always one of these uh, kind of roundabout questions to answer because it, it it it's you know who who are we? It's it's. <laughs> a good question, I, but, did
0: I ask that? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I, I guess the short answer would be. I mean, ever since I was a, ever since I was a kid, I, I think I was interested in a few things. One was, um, one was martial arts. I used to love watching like Stephen Seagal movies and John Claude Van Damme, and uh, actually, martial arts has been a pretty big part of my life. So that's something that that um, I, I find very I fascinating. Um,
0: Where did you grow up?
1: Yeah, mostly in in the U.S. Oh, okay, um, which I, part? I travel around. Uh, the East Coast, uh, okay. uh, Virginia, which, okay. which is kind of interesting with the the tobacco. Tobacco,
0: I know. <laughs>
1: and uh, but yeah, I also always had a, a real fascination with, uh, I think, with shamanism and and spirituality. Um, you mean that from a young something... age? From a young age, yeah. Um, it was oh. interesting because I I traveled quite a bit with my father. My father was really interested in kind of going to, at the time, what he considered like out of the way places of so these yeah. very remote places, very interested in indigenous cultures. Um, so I was exposed to that from a young age. And so I think there was always a bit of that mystery and, and uh, seeing people who had a, a very deep connection to nature and the natural world. And What a know, blessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even his room is like his house is full of, of artifacts and, and, and different kind of uh things from other cultures which always had like a a bit of a shamanic uh tinge to them i mean they they were very Hmm. much in in this in this realm of spirit of connection of tools of rites of rituals so i think i was always surrounded by that and then um i got very interested in in spirituality and religion and 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 i really started seeing for me how it seemed like all of these things were, were kind of communal pointing to to something uh very specific um but at a certain point i became very interested in plant medicine and it really started more through nutrition and herbalism beginning to learn about these traditional practices like traditional chinese medicine Ayurveda, and again really seeing commonalities in that but i was really looking at it more through like an allopathic lens like if it, looking at a symptom seeing where something was off trying to find a plant or an herb to treat that but i I had this idea of this more shamanic way of, of working which i would say is more of an experiential connection to plants to other states of consciousness and it was something i had a very good sense that it existed but i had never found a way or a path to really go into that deeply and at a certain point probably 10 or 15 years ago now, um, this one particular plant really started coming to me, uh, and it, it, it may sound a bit cliche. <laughs> Sometimes you hear it in this work, but I, I felt this very deep call to work with ayahuasca yeah. and, uh, and and I wanted to go to the Amazon to where it was from and, and work with people who had a, had a knowledge of that. So I ended up going down to the Amazon. I, I had an amazing experience. It, it really opened me up to a lot of these things that I I, I had a felt sense that, that could be tapped into. Um, and then through that, I discovered tobacco. And uh, so I was working a lot with ayahuasca. I ended up moving back down to the Amazon, working in a, a big ayahuasca center. And then I found uh, who I would still consider my main teacher in this work, who was a tabacero, someone who works with tobacco. And I just felt very drawn to him. He was also a martial artist. Uh, there was something about his presence, his demeanor, um, and something very much about that medicine of tobacco. I, you know, it was interesting because even my grandparents' land used to be a tobacco farm. Um, Being from Virginia, obviously, tobacco was there. But I also had a strange relationship with it. I remember my father smoked, and I I really couldn't stand it. I mean, I couldn't stand the smell of cigarettes. I found them very off-putting. And yet, when I would go to, uh, you know, I, I was in Cuba, for example, or other places where they have a tobacco culture. And I remember almost being like intoxicated by the smell of tobacco. There was something very alluring to it and it seemed very strange yeah cigars different from uh
0: cigarettes
1: yeah and that was very strange because it seemed like two very different things and and i couldn't quite wrap my head around it also growing up i was i was a boy scout which there was a lot of reverence for a lot of native american traditions and and i grew up very fascinated by native american culture and so you know i I knew they also had this reverence for tobacco but it was kind of hard to put two and two together and uh, when i came down to the amazon also realizing that a lot of these people who worked with ayahuasca also worked with tobacco. And so there was something very intriguing about that to me. And at a certain point, I I dieted tobacco, which is in in the Amazon, it's one of the traditional ways in which people begin to learn from a plant. It's kind of developing a relationship with a plant it often involves going into isolation, fasting for extended periods of times, and ingesting a plant. And um, And so I started doing a lot of work with tobacco, with this tobacco teacher. And it was very powerful. And um, I had dieted other plants and other traditions, uh, mainly the Shpibo tradition. Um, but this it, it felt different somehow, um, <laughs> probably because the first couple of times I drank it, I, I thought for sure I was going to die. I mean, it was right. extremely, extremely strong. Um, but I think there was a real connection there, uh, personally, that, that was very strong, uh, very much like an initiatory experience. So, you know, it's confusing, as you were saying, because tobacco, when we think about it, we usually have these very negative connotations of cigarettes and, and the problems that those can cause. But I, I think it's more of, a, of of a deeper issue that in a lot of the countries we come from. And and I don't like to use the word West because you know it, it's very limiting and even as you were saying, I mean you're living in the Philippines and yet there's a very similar mentality. Yeah. And it, it's often very much this like reductionist mentality if we put things in boxes and we think that helps us to understand it, but we kind of forget about the the wider picture and. You know, I think a lot of people, when they would think of tobacco, would actually think of cigarettes, yeah. and and actually not realize that it's a plant, and that yeah. seems like a really silly thing. But yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people, it's it's difficult in a way to put two and two together. I think a lot of the problem too is 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 how we view not only plants but how we view food, how we view medicine, how we view drugs, and we have very particular views about those things, and we don't necessarily understand where the overlap is, where the difference. And even, even in this world of plant medicine, you know, it, it's very fascinating because it, for example, in a lot of countries, things like marijuana are becoming much more accepted. Right. And yet there used to be a tremendous, uh, a, a tremendous um, kind of bad mom, view yeah. of marijuana and, and all of these plants you look at opium and there's wars against opium and yet it's one of the most widely used medicine in the world i mean if you go into a hospital and get surgery you're going to get morphine and it's amazing you know (laughs) life would be very difficult without that Um, all of these plants um, you know these plants that are very strong in the amazon they would say they have two sides they have their light and their dark and and that may sound a little strange, but but even from a, a more Western point of view, um, as, as Paracelsus said, one of the early Swiss physicians, the difference between medicine and poison is in the dose, and it's it's how you use a plant, how you dose it, uh, the set and setting, and a plant like tobacco is is very strong, <clears throat> and traditionally in the Americas, uh, all the way from North America to South America, Central America, interestingly tobacco was considered the the preeminent medicine plant and if you think of all of the, the medicinal plants in the Americas i mean there's there's it's a cornucopia of medicine and of all of the plants tobacco was actually considered the premier medicine plant and and that's a real shift uh you know it was considered not only a medicine but like the medicine like the, the highest medicine that so why that is that with.
0: why do you think that's the case?
1: Well, so in in a lot of these cultures, uh, this is a very basic way of looking at it, but there's a certain kind of hierarchy to plants. Yeah, it sounds like... Yeah, a lot of people are experiencing that, especially through like a plant like ayahuasca, which is, right. is very much spreading, <laughs> and, and ayahuasca is considered a teacher plant, e- even right. a lot of the ways people would speak of it, they would say like, you know, I was in touch with the spirit of ayahuasca or the mother right. of ayahuasca came and she she taught me or she healed right. me, and, and I think for a lot of people that's a very strange concept to think about like the spirit of a plant came and it taught me and it healed me and that's a very foreign way of thinking but in these more traditional systems. There were certain plants they're often called master plants or teacher plants uh, that have the ability to not only heal us on a physical level on a mental emotional level and a spiritual level, but that they have this ability to teach us. And when one really begins to develop a relationship with that plant, one is actually able to use that plant to to heal, and and that's where the term, in a more indigenous setting, the term doctor comes from. Also, in a Western sense, a doctor is someone who, in general, takes plants, <laughs> even you know, even from a more uh, pharmaceutical point of view, most pharmaceuticals right. are plant derived. So they take a plant and they're able to use that to heal people. Uh, You can treat someone on a physical level, they have a certain physical ailment, you can treat them. You can treat them on a mental emotional ailment, which a lot of psychology is doing psychiatry. It's also one of the the emerging fields that people are really beginning to experience, which is uh, this kind of idea of psychedelic assisted therapy that we can actually treat mental uh, conditions, things like right. PTSD, depression, anxiety, and, uh, end of life fear of, of death. Um,
0: my, my question I, was specifically, you mentioned that um, tobacco seems to be at the top of that hierarchy. Is that what you said? In, why? Why? In w- Any
1: cultures? Yeah, in, in many okay. cultures, it is. Um,
0: what? How you know, is it, that? What's the criteria? <laughs> like, why is it an ayahuasca? Or, you know, mushroom? Or-
1: Well, different cultures may have different views of that, Uh, not all cultures use all plants, but in in many of these cultures. I mean, I'll I'll give you a a, one example from a a guy who I have a tremendous amount of respect for his name is Amika, and he comes from the Colombian Amazon, this group of people called the Tubu people. And without going into too much detail, because there's a lot of story, but uh, he would say that that at a certain point in in the past and antiquity, maybe even eons ago, humanity was really suffering and they were suffering because they had forgotten their story, they had forgotten who they were, where they came from. And so they 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 kind of cried for help, and this cry was answered from from this higher intelligence, which they would say actually came from the star system Sirius. And these these beings, however you want to look at that, this energy, this spirit, transcended the the twelve dimensions of time and space, and, and came upon the canopy of the Earth. And with them, they brought these medicines, these 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 plant teachers that 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 were there to heal humanity and they 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 arrived to to help humans remember where they came from so that they could be happy, so that they could be whole. But from so
0: another happy. another star system or something. <laughs> That's right. yeah.
1: Oh, I and love so, it. <laughs> and so in this in this uh they would describe it as this primordial anaconda canoe, and, and the anaconda has a lot of symbolism, not just in the Amazon, but really all over the world, even in Western medicine. That the snake yeah. is considered the the symbol of medicine. Yeah. Adam and Eve; it's the bringer of the the, the knowledge of good and evil. Um, but so in this anaconda canoe were all of the different medicines. And, and the first medicine was actually tobacco. And, and that was considered the the teacher. It was considered the, the one that really began to ground us, to, to give us what power. What do you mean
0: by it. the first medicine? The, the first, like it had a place of honor on the canoe or something?
1: Or That's right. So, so there were a number of different medicines in this canoe. And and tobacco was the first. And, and so with wow. the, the taboo... The tobacco is is the plant you would begin to use. And, and you could use it in different ways. That you could drink it, uh, you could chew it, you could snort it. Uh, there's a paste that you can lick. It's called Ambil. And so that was really beginning to to build one's power, to, to begin to connect to the spirit world, to, to build the base in a way.
0: Okay. So so, and then, so that was the- new... there was yeah.
1: these other plants that 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 followed that. Um things like mushrooms or wachuma or peyote and they would say these are the plants that really then begin to connect us to the earth to to this realm to to see things in a different way but, but very much of, of this world and to connect us to that to see the the oneness of all things to see the interconnection, to see the beauty to open our heart to to, to allow us to experience love Uh, And then the next kind of tier would be. They would often say there's a plant called Toe, or in in Colombia they would say boda and and you know also it has this two sides. Angels trumpet. (laughs) Angels trumpet, yeah, and it's this plant that actually teaches us to become a doctor. Uh, But you have to be very careful because it has a dark side too. It can be very alluring. It, It can harm us also if we don't understand it correctly. And then the the, the final uh, kind of tier, they would call the the queens of knowledge, which is actually uh, ayahuasca, Ayahuasca. yopo, which is a kind of a similar derivative, and and jemaru, which is actually marijuana. And they would say, when you ingest these plants, uh, they would probably also put like iboga in that category. That these are the plants that allow us to to, to to go into the ethereal realms, to go into these other dimensions that allow us to to gain knowledge and and eventually to go home. So you have these two ends of the spectrum. Right. Like the tobacco is the roots; it's it's what begins to to build the connection, to 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 build the work, moving up to these plants that really allow us to go into these other dimensions to experience this this very high form of knowledge. And so you know, all of these things have this symbiotic relationship, but in that way you had a lot of doctors who worked with tobacco people who were called tabaceros, and and again in that kind of symbology the the tobacco was often the plant that that a lot of curanderos or doctors would say gave them their power it's like it's what allows them to do their work it's what allows them to heal plants like uh maybe Toei really a- allow them to to do that work better plants like ayahuasca really allow them to see allow them to diagnose allow mm-hmm. them to take information from other realms and to bring that back into the earth so all of these plants have their their place they have their their knowledge they have their role right. um right. and but you know it's interesting because tobacco of all of those plants is often like a common thread even when you're working with those other plants you're often mm-hmm. always working with tobacco even very often in the dieting process when you're dieting a plant it's mixed with the juice of tobacco or you're so it's smoking really like tobacco. a
0: foundational medicine it seems like yeah
1: yeah very yeah. much very much
0: um jason do you would you have a, a visual of that classification that you mentioned because i had never heard of that but it, it Now that I'm thinking about it, I can see how that makes sense, like even personally. (laughs) So have you ever seen that like laid out on a, I don't know, some sort of diagram that that whole classification you
1: mentioned? Maybe someone has done that. A a lot of these traditions are more oral. Yeah, yeah.
0: maybe I'll do it. (laughs) I like that that classification of plant medicine that, that you described, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. and
1: and there's something powerful about that oral tradition. Uh, I think a lot yeah. of times people look at that yeah. as maybe like it's primitive. they they, for whatever reason, they didn't decide to write things down. but but I, I don't know that that's true because even like the example I gave you with with Amika, before anyone uses any of these medicines, you always have to tell the story. And there's a real power in the storytelling. and it's more than just kind of creating a ceremony, creating a set and setting there's almost like these <laughs> this may sound funny but these these uh, how would you translate it like like healing codes that yeah. are that are transmitted in the story that actually are part of the healing process that are part of the learning process and so by telling that story yeah. uh, there's a tremendous amount of learning and healing that happens just from that story
0: that that makes total sense to me. In in uh, in Reiki, we talk about uh, koto dama, which is uh, the power of the chant, the power of the word, um, which is it's healing just by the yeah by by speaking the words like that. So so that makes sense. Yeah. Let's say we want to start a to work with tobacco, and we don't have access to like the full vietas that I know you you're you're organizing there and you're facilitating. Um, here we have access to um, tapé actually, so um, my friends make it, and then we can we can also import some, and so that's been uh, you know shared in the community quite a bit. Um, but like I've never personally ingested the tea, the tea form. Is that something uh, I could experiment with, or you wouldn't recommend? <laughs> I'm just going straight to like straight to the point. Um.
1: Uh, I I think a good way is, is again how I'm, I'm using the same example, but but going back to Amika in, in this idea of of the anaconda canoe, that all of these medicines have their place, and and there's different there's different ways we can use these medicine. Uh, what's fascinating about tobacco is is there are different ways to use it. Um, some of the ways are considered like much more uh, daily ways in which it can be worked with. Uh, People can smoke it, people can chew it, people can lick it, people can snort it. Those are all ways that one can begin to develop a relationship with tobacco and um, you know that there's no there's not necessarily a universal way different traditions have different ways different different rites, different rituals different rules different regulations. In general, those ways are are considered like softer ways, not always, because again that the dose can be can change a lot, Um, you know Mm -hmm. if you smoke really strong pacho and you smoke a lot of it. uh, You're going to feel it you're going to go into a pretty rough experience if you. (laughs) if you if you're licking it or chewing it and and you do too much of it you're going to get super sick Uh, if uh, if you snort it so what are the the
0: symptoms of overdose of tobacco is it purging mostly or or headache a lot of
1: purging a lot of nausea you may go into an altered state of of consciousness that can happen at certain doses um
0: but that's not the main intention right when working with tobacco
1: Well, it can be. It can be. Because uh, again, tobacco is is one of these these plants that can heal on all of the levels. So it can heal on the physical level. So often there's a lot of purging. uh, Very much how maybe you would think of it in like traditional Chinese medicine, this idea that we have these meridians in our body and then A lot of ailments can come when there's a blockage or something is stuck tobacco very much begins to open that to allow that energy to begin to flow again healing on the mental emotional level there's often kind of archetypal qualities that people experience with these different plants very much with tobacco there's this archetypal quality of clarity of groundedness of peace of strength so that's very much healing us on that mental emotional uh level and then there's the level of spirit of of really beginning to remember, as as like Amiko was saying, who we are, where we come from, what our place in this world is, what does it mean to be a human, what does it mean to remember, what does it mean to be uh, alive, to be related to life, to mm-hmm. to to dance with life. With tobacco, you know, I think it's <clears throat> tobacco is a very strong plant. It, it can be used in in, in softer ways and. If people feel called in that way, I think it's great. You know, if people work with a pipe or they work with Mopacho or they work with Rape, um, you know, I, I think that's great. There is something to be said with I think learning from a tradition because there, there's a lot that, that that can be lost. And and I think that's something that that even more and more people are speaking about more like with ayahuasca. Yeah. If these things aren't worked with in a good way uh you know not only can they have physical deleterious effects but they can have mental emotional effects oh, yeah. too they're have to be people have really bad experiences yeah. people experience ego inflation they experience uh, delusions yeah. of grandeur um so there, there's something to tradition with tobacco all of those again those ways i described are considered ways that people can kind of begin to develop a, a mm. daily connection with it the the main way that tobacco is usually used as medicine for learning is ingesting it in its liquid form and that's thing 100 uh you should never experience or experiment with because it's okay it's very very strong that's what I was and curious. if someone doesn't work with someone who, yeah who knows what they're doing i mean you could on on the on the extreme understand. end of the spectrum you could actually die because it's it's, oh, okay. it's very very strong okay um so with that you you really need to work with someone and it's not only the the physical component uh, where you could have an adverse reaction to it's you're you're very much like any of these master plants like ayahuasca or wachuma we would often use the the kind of analogy that you're going into open heart surgery, and much like yeah. oh, you wouldn't yeah. want to just
0: dive you know, right in, heart, <laughs> Dibrated, you know, yeah. Without you a,
1: a surgeon, sure, yeah, That's a you want to make sure you're working with a really good surgeon yeah. because you're you're entering um, kind of a, a whole nother space, which is, is yeah. very foreign to people. And and always in the beginning, we, we need help. We need a guide. We need someone who can also help to, to, to navigate that space so that we really you know benefit from, from yeah. the medicine that these plants have to offer.
0: How do you feel about, like some people here have a daily uh, rapé practice. So how do you feel about that? Is that something to be careful with or, or mm-hmm. something you feel is like you said very personal
1: i think ultimately th- these things that they are personal it, yeah. you know no two people are the same yeah. people are going to have different relationships different yeah. reactions mm-hmm. um in general i think the way that the is being used it, it's not it's not a very traditional way in which it was used uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of it's yeah. used in smaller doses. Yeah, you, the medicine is not very strong right. Right. because, like a lot of these plants, even with tobacco, it begins to lose its power very quickly once it's right. processed. Yeah. Um. So you know, even by the time most people get the rapé, it's probably at least a few right. weeks, maybe months, sure. maybe even years old. Yeah, um. Yeah. Less, potent. Know, yeah,
0: less, potent.
1: less potent. Yeah. Less <clears> potent. <throat> yeah. I mean, the when when I've used a I've used it with with two groups of people who 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 carry that tradition one is the Matses and and the other is the guy who I described amika and and both of those <laughs> when you when you get hit with rape it's it's usually through a very long tube it's it's very very strong it's I mean, violent <laughs> it
0: looks so intense uh, most, yeah.
1: most people dread <laughs> receiving it yeah. it's uh It's very strong, you often purge, you often have a very adverse reaction to it. It's often administered multiple times and and often it it becomes um, a psychedelic medicine, people journey with it. Um, It's often done at night, uh, very much to to open that dream space. So it's it's a very different process. Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) and there's
1: often a lot of other things around it, storytelling. It's often done in a group setting uh there's a communal aspect to it there's a bringing a harmony of a group together there's teaching there's story there's the power of the word it's also opening us to to really receive that knowledge too not only from the the storyteller the teacher the healer but really tapping us into to to that dream space to that altered state of consciousness Mm -hmm. where a lot of teaching comes as well
0: i i I stopped using it at night because i can't sleep (laughs)
1: Well, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the, <laughs> <Yeah>. of <it.
0: laughs> but, um, is there, a, do people practice in the morning as well? Cause I've been practice taking it more in the morning.
1: Well, again, from, from my understanding, that's, that's not the way it was used, but, but like all of these but things, no. these medicines change too. Yeah. And, you know, none of these cultures are inherently stagnant too. And
0: right. right. Everything is shifting and evolving.
1: Yeah, I yeah, yeah. absolutely and and like anything it's uh i think developing that personal relationship with it if people feel they're they're gaining benefit from it and yeah. then then that's a good thing and you know i think there is you know kind of one caveat too which is a lot of these medicines were used in in a communal setting or with yeah. a teacher and i yeah. think that's important too because like that example i used with ayahuasca it's it's important that you feel that you're gaining something from it. That's vital, but also in a way that 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 community or the teacher also sees that you're gaining something from it, because Mm. that's where I think sometimes that line can be Mm. a little tricky where, you know, even in this work, there's there's this very common motif of the difference between a healer and a witch, a curandero and a brujo. And nobody ever thinks that they're the brujo <laughs> you know the brujo is always oh. someone else it's always someone oh, else I like that mm-hmm. um, but it's very important that there's I think checks and balances that we realize like when we are beginning to, to come out of alignment that there's a community that there's a teacher that helps us to bring us back into alignment. And and sometimes, if we don't have that, uh, these medicines can also be a little tricky to to begin to navigate because we can think, you know, oh my God, now I'm the greatest person and I have all this power and I'm getting it from this medicine. But from someone else's point of view, it could be very clear that, hey, like this isn't quite in alignment. We need to bring this back into alignment.
0: Okay. So I want to talk with you briefly about another plant that I've been called to work with. But before that, can you just talk, talk a little bit about uh, your use of the word power? I think it's, people have an idea of power, maybe like external power, right? So um, you've been using that word uh, with tobacco and that ayahuasca is more like a third eye opener and then tobacco. And I even messaged you that I want to talk about this. Like, what do you mean by power when you talk about it in relation to tobacco?
1: Yeah, that, that's that's a great question i think in in all of these 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 shamanic traditions there's very much this idea of power and it's Mm -hmm. um i think in the most basic way of looking at it it's really this internal power it's it's Mm -hmm. it's 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 finding who we are finding our own strength and it's it's something that that i think often in this day and age we don't like to talk about uh i think there's often like very much a diffusion of responsibility Mm -hmm uh and and you you see it i think anyone who does any sort of healing work it's one of the, the main things that that we battle with in a way is is this idea of finding our own power and that so much of our suffering comes when we give that away when we begin to blame our parents, our, our our partners, our life circumstance, the government, uh, corporations, capitalism, you know, there's a million things that we can blame that really begin to take away our power. And as long as we're giving that power away, we're always gonna be sick. And I think that's really hard for people to hear because it's much easier to diffuse that power because then there's there's not a responsibility that comes with that. and. It, there's actually something, there's like a self-preservation mechanism with that that's that's actually very useful. Uh, you know, often that can help to preserve us in a way when we diffuse that power, maybe because we're not ready to take that responsibility yet. Mm-hmm. Um there, there's probably a guy you've heard of. We we work with him some, his name is Gabor Mate. And mm-hmm. you know, I think in a way he speaks of it very well because he focuses a lot on on the childhood and mm-hmm. and very much when we're a child, like. We don't have that power we're we're reliant on our mother we we, we're reliant on our father to protect Mm -hmm. us and our mother to feed us but as we get older and and we we become more and more into our own into our own power that becomes less and less valuable to us and and part of becoming an adult and and i think something we we've also really lost in a lot of the cultures we come from are these coming of age ceremonies where there's this stepping away of okay now i'm no longer a boy i'm no longer a girl i'm a woman now i'm a responsibility that comes with that there's no more you know well i did something silly well i'm I'm just a kid it's not a big deal no i did something silly there's a consequence for that now and i have to take responsibility for it and uh, part of that power I think in any of these like more shamanic paths is really beginning to to find that to find that internal power to find that internal strength to begin to take control of our lives to to become independent in a way and and a lot of these plants really help us to see that they they help us to see where have I been out of alignment where am I giving away my power where am I where am I blaming where am I Where am I looking at things and not taking that responsibility? And how do I begin to cultivate that? How do I begin to become the the master of my own destiny? And the more we do that, the more, in a way, I think our lives become in alignment. They become in alignment to source, to spirit, to God, to, to nature, to harmony, however we want to look at that. These words like integrity or integral, it means to be in wholeness. And even even disease means that. Disease means to not be at ease. In in Christianity, it's the word sin. It's the same as in yoga, you know, to yoke. It, it's this idea that when we're when we're steering the oxen, the oxen is never going completely straight. It goes a little bit to the left, so we need to bring it back to center. But we pull too hard and it goes too much to the right, so we have to bring it back to center. And so this idea of 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 trying to maintain integrity, trying to maintain wholeness. And, and I think that's where that power comes from. As, as a participant, it, it's something that's very personal. It's like taking power over our lives, beginning to remember, beginning to 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 discover who we are. In the more shamanic realm, like I was speaking of of like a doctor or a cordandero, that power, it's the same in that it's this internal power, this it could often be described even like vipassana it means to see things how they actually are to see reality as it actually is and and with that we we develop this power this humility this strength to be able to do this work and that power could be you know very very practical in the practical realm of like you know, do I have the the fortitude to be able to to hold space with these medicines? Like, have I done the work to be able to give this medicine? When things come up, uh, am I able to manage that? Am I able to navigate that with other people? In the mental, uh, emotional realm, like, am I able to work with people? Like, have I done that work with myself so that I can actually help people if they come in need? And then in that realm of spirit, which is maybe a little more, uh, obscure for some people to understand but when we're working in these realms of spirit of of plant spirits of ancestors of, of of light and dark and good and evil do i have that power to be able to navigate that can i bring things into alignment can i can I push away what's no longer serving? And can I call in the light? Can I call in what is serving? Also, power can have its, its light and dark. And what I've been describing is the light side of that. Right. The dark side of power would be, as I think we all know, you know anyone who has power and uses that not for the light but for the dark whether that's for seduction or greed or you know envy or control or uh, for ruling for slavery you know those would all be the dark side of powers mm-hmm. when we use that out of integrity out of wholeness uh, out of union when we begin to divide when we begin to distract to compartmentalize to reduce uh, then it's not serving so like all of these things, you know, power, it's, it can serve a tremendous good, but that's where, as I was kind of alluding to earlier, having like a teacher, having a tradition is very important so that we, we always know how to keep that in check, how to, how to, how to navigate that in a way that's actually serving rather than dividing.
0: I never really made that distinction that you made between ayahuasca and tobacco and tobacco being more Focus on on power, but now that I'm feeling into that, I like it's very clear to me how how true that is for me personally. Um, but the way you describe it, like all of that that journey of self discovery, I feel like the other plants also, um, you know, inform that journey. Whether it's mushroom or ayahuasca, and so so, what would you say is really the main <laughs> like the main difference if if somebody's like a total newbie to plant medicine and they're they're like what's the difference between you know tobacco and and ayahuasca
1: you know in, in a way it, it, it's like what's the difference between you and me you know, mm. on on an essential level we're, <laughs> we're spirit we, we come from source we're manifestation of life and yet we're different you know we have different qualities you, you have a beautiful smile my smile's not quite like that you know so that's that's part of your gift that's part of your light. And and all of these plants are considered Thank gifts. You. They're teachers, but they they have different different ways of working.
0: Okay.
1: Ultimately, I think any of these plants that are considered teacher plants, they're they're whole in themselves. If if that's all you had was one plant, that would be enough. Okay. All of these plants oh, can I give love you. That. And yet they work in different ways yeah. and you know they they also they all of these plants come from a very specific place a very specific time a very specific culture there's a context in which they're used there's rites and rituals mm-hmm. to really begin to to be able to experience all of the the benefits of these plants and and so it's also difficult in a way to just extract the plant from that 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 setting too mm-hmm. because a, a lot of what's being worked with is to balance that plant um you know some plants may be stronger in some aspects and less strong than other plants in other aspects but there may be rites and rituals that that draw some of those qualities out that really aid in that way so yeah. <laughs> any of these plants uh, i think can be worked with again as a whole and there's many cultures that work with, with multiple plants, yeah. because they also see the benefit
0: in those medicine.
1: Yeah. That, that in certain situations, this plant may be what we need and in other situations, sure. this plant is what we need. And so, so like understanding the qualities, understanding when a plant is, is beneficial. And, mm. and that takes someone who serves that role, whether that's the storyteller, the, the, the doctor, the, mm the herbalist to really know uh, when when to use those plants and, and how to use them in the context and the stories and the medicines and the rites and the rituals.
0: Um, I'll just ask you about this other plant that's been, I've just been seeing a lot of it and a friend of mine works with it. It's um, it's a, it's a toy. Uh Yeah, what is your experience with uh, this plant?
1: uh it's it's interestingly it's a plant i haven't dieted and it's another one of those plants where i know i will at some point but okay um i've i've always really tried to listen to to my intuition and 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 work with a plant when i i really feel called with it so i know for myself there's that calling to work with it i just still haven't found the right set and setting to do that with
0: Something my, to discover also. <laughs> yeah. The
1: the the lady who I, I do a lot of work with, uh Murav, she's worked with Toei. Oh. Uh, my teachers worked with Toei. I have worked with a lot of Shipibo who've worked with Toei. Yeah. But it's uh in, in many, especially in the Amazon and in, in many of these traditions, <clears throat> it's it's considered one of the plants that allows you to be a doctor. So uh it's it's because considered it's so tricky. Again,
0: it's it, it can with... be yeah, yeah, yeah it's
1: very strong uh, it very yeah. much opens up the visionary space yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, it very much teaches so it, it teaches one how to begin to diagnose how to heal how to teach um wow. again there's Definitely. people who just work with toei and, and in the same way yeah. there's people who just work with tobacco or just work with right. ayahuasca just work with chidikenango it's considered one of these i'd say you know handful or, or dozen plants <clears throat> that allows one to to be able to work in this, this realm of spirit, not just on the physical level, but but in that way of, of working with people in these other realms as well. It's a plant that you see even in, in Europe. Uh, I mean, it's- Yeah, um,
0: it's, it's all over. <laughs> I it's all like, over. I mean, yeah.
1: In India, you find it, a, a lot of people think the, the tradition of the witches in Europe, that yeah. was the main plant that they were using was Toei. Even if you look at uh, like a lot of old European drawings, uh, I remember seeing one recently, it's this woman laying in the forest and she's obviously like, she's, she's kind of <laughs> <journeying> <laughs> into or something and right behind her is a, is a Toei plant. So wow, uh,
0: it's such a beautiful flower. I mean, who wouldn't want to, you know, hang with it. <laughs>
1: People also um, use it a lot for this idea of divination, which there, no. there's there's a there's a number of plants in, in Mexico, salvia is used, salvia divinorum, towe is used in that way, to to be able to find an answer to something, okay. uh, and sometimes that's very practical, like uh, someone someone stole all of my farm animals. Who did yeah. it? Use oh, who
0: done toe it? Toe.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. they they may go to someone who works with Toei, but they even may work it with themselves. A lot of times yeah. people will sit under a toe tree. I was and, gonna,
0: I was I was thinking next time I'll just sit under and be like, ah, <laughs> wait, <laughs> some dew to take, fall. <laughs> yeah,
1: people take the leaves of the plant yeah. and put them under their pillow or put them on their head when they sleep at uh, night.
0: They're out
1: there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, so, it's, and also
1: it's considered a, a very very powerful plant. Yeah, I, I know. One that, that really uh, one should only work with with someone who has a lot of experience because it's very 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 strong.
0: No DIY there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, one more plant that you mentioned is uh, sanango. Mm-hmm. Is that so? I've I've had that in eye drop form. Is that the same thing we're talking about?
1: Uh, it's actually not. That, that's usually called sananga. Oh, uh, ah, okay, that's different. The, yeah, sananga sen- is actually an interesting plant. I don't know a lot about it, uh, but it's actually the same family as iboga. Um, okay. And uh, but yeah, the sananga. Oh, so
0: they're it, different.
1: Eye drops that you would apply to your eye. Sanango uh, is a is a family of plants. Um, you find them in the Amazon. Uh, there's, you can find them outside of the Amazon as well. I, I can't remember where now, um, but the most common one that, that, that people often refer to is Chiric Sanango. And again, it's this plant, uh, there, there's a lot of curanderos who are considered Sanangueros. They, they, they heal with this plant. Um, it, it's a very strong plant. Uh, they, they say, again, very similar to Chinese medicine that a lot of ailments come from an excess of heat or cold internally. Yeah. Uh, so, Sinango really extracts this cold. Uh, it takes out the cold. So, it's really good for things like rheumatism, arthritis, uh, muscle pains, um, but it's also a teacher plant. So, it, it, it allows us to, to heal on all three of those levels as well.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. Um, so Jason, what exactly uh, do you have offerings that can people work with you one-on-one or is it more like the retreats that you're focusing on at the moment?
1: Uh, predominantly, Well, I'm doing a few things. Uh, more and more of my main work is, is working with tobacco and, and, and working with diets, dietas, ah, yeah, uh, again, yeah. it's one of the, the main ways in which we learn experientially from plants. We predominantly work with tobacco because that's that's the way I was trained um, and tobacco is is, as I was mentioning earlier, it's it's this medium that allows us to really experience the plants so we 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 diet tobacco but usually when we're dieting we're dieting other plants but they're mixed with tobacco Okay. and and so it's this process of learning experientially from the plant with the aid of 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 myself know. or or the lady i work with kind of guiding that that process um we we mainly work with uh, trees because trees are also in an archetypal way seen as, as like the main plant teachers they're these very ancient beings very old uh they they also bridge the the two worlds between the earth and the heavens they root into the earth they they bridge up to the heavens um a lot of traditions around the world i mean even if you look at like druidic traditions there's a huge reverence for trees um i think it's really kind of a knowledge (laughs) that's been lost but but very much in the amazon there's groups of people who've still held on to that so mainly we we offer dietas diets working with
0: how long are the dietas
1: we're we're usually doing uh between 7 and 14 days um, okay. but people will often come for multiple dietas so um
0: back to they, back they may come
1: for 7 days they may come yeah. for 14 21 uh, a month usually a month is the longest because the yeah. the, the diet really it's begins so cool. to weaken the person physically mentally emotionally yeah, yeah, yeah. very strong. So, I would probably start with a months. week. <laughs> that
0: would be a good week. A week is a great place to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we often
1: recommend that people can do two weeks. That's, that's yeah. a really good way to, to go deep. Um, and then a month, usually at the max. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's, the, that's really the, the main work I'm beginning to do. I also, for the last 10 years, I've worked at a, a, a large ayahuasca center working with a group of people called the Shipibo people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the temple of the way of light i'm actually headed there in about a week to run a, a few workshops um, that's located in the the peruvian amazon near the city of Iquitos. quitos um, that's an amazing place to go if anyone is interested in working with ayahuasca and um, and then also i have a podcast now
0: I'll, I'll put that in the notes how long have you had your podcast um
1: a little over a year now. I actually yeah. started in the when the pandemic began because
0: yeah. You know, same, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And and yeah, really, the idea with that is is to give voice to to people who I respect. I, I think people yeah. who are involved in plant medicine work exactly. and um, and to begin to share it because this work is really spreading. Uh, yes a lot again this idea of duality of light and dark i I think for the most part that's really good um but there's there's a dark side to that too there's a downside and and i think the more wisdom and knowledge of of how these plants can really be worked with in a beautiful way that's really important to to help the spread of this work you know continue to go in a good way rather than falling into some of the, the pitfalls of it
0: so your podcast focuses on plant medicine
1: yeah, all, yeah, almost yeah. all almost all is plant medicine. Yeah. Um there's some that are a little different, like some martial arts. I, I have nice, a few nice. podcasts on that. Um and you know, plant medicine is a big topic. Most of it is 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 more of this shamanic way of working but yes. some is not like things like herbalism or yeah. Chinese medicine or i just did one on essential oils um so yeah. you know maybe maybe a better way of putting it is, is kind of holistic medicine sure. spirituality but, but yeah. really the prominent focus is, is plant medicine
0: is there anything else you you would like to share um
1: uh, yeah uh, the the website for the tobacco work is nicotianarustica.org Nicotiana it's a beautiful the, uh,
0: website by the way <laughs>
1: yeah um the the podcast is called the universe within yeah. you can find it on all of the it, there's a youtube version of it so there's a video version yeah. and then any of the, the major podcast platforms plant medicine is amazing it's uh yeah. the, the more i do I this agree. work i <laughs> I think it's really at the root of 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 spiritual traditions all over the world um and and so i think there's something to be said for that there's there's a real power it's it's very much as i was mentioning in the beginning of the podcast this idea of remembering who we are remembering where we came from so there's a tremendous power with that uh but you know also with that again this idea of duality there's a big responsibility with that and it's it's not something to be taken lightly there's a reason that all of these cultures from all over the world uh, they had a tremendous reverence for these plants, but there was also there was a tremendous amount of preparation of rites of mm-hmm. rituals of, of understanding of preparing Initiation.
0: oneself
1: and, <laughs> yeah. and and that's really important. Yeah. So, you know, I think more and more people are being called to work with these plants, which yeah. is amazing, um, and really just. To the best you can, doing your research, whether it's listening to to podcasts like yourself or or mine, Uh, you know, there's some good resources out there, and and really just finding places and people that that you feel really good with, because that's that's really important. Um, You know, more and more, whether it's in in the Amazon or here in Peru or or elsewhere, like with anything, when when there's a demand for things, the supply begins to increase Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people who have really good intention and i mm-hmm. think that's super important you know with good intention things can work really well but to there's certain also, sense. <laughs> to yeah. a
0: certain
1: extent yeah because there's also there's just there's very few people who i think really can do this work well and it's uh it's important to to, to really find those people and mm-hmm. and that's tough you know it's it's tough to really know that but that's just, part of the think, part of the
0: the journey part, of the, part of the
1: journey yeah
0: <laughs> i mean it, you don't want it to be accessible to any like yeah it, i think it's part of the part of the fun part of the right yeah getting yeah. to the right people and the right teachers um and being gentle I, with
1: yourself you know that yeah, that's super patient, important patient, being, being gentle yeah. being patient yeah.
0: i actually wanted to share one last story with you um before i let you go is how i met colette and mm. Actually, it's through tobacco <laughs> because I had a, I had a plant ceremony and one of my Reiki students was like, I'm going to bring my my cousin. She's from Peru. She's done so many plant ceremonies. And I remember I was so nervous. And so I had a cacao ceremony and I was offering a rape. So I was blowing and and um, Paulette was amazing. You know, she she was so sweet and she Appreciated my medicine. Uh, you know, so very supportive and encouraging. So I'm really, really so grateful for that. <laughs> but that's a, that's funny. I just remembered now, like I was serving tobacco to Paulette. That's how we met. Yeah. Anyway.
1: She's <laughs> great. She's she's a she's a wonderful person.
0: Yeah, she is. Hi, Paulette.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Jason, I wish you a great time in the jungle. Well, I don't know if it's a great time, but a powerful time. And thank you for for your energy. And your
1: time thank you thank you for having me on it, it was lovely and and thank you for doing what you're doing and, and sharing your medicine and getting voices out there i, I think it's a, it's a really beautiful thing so thank you for having me on and and your presence and uh and yeah i wish you all the best and i, I have a feeling our, our paths will cross in the future too that would
0: be you know. that would be amazing we would bring have a dieta here oh my god that would be so beautiful yeah there, there's some wonderful places here you would love it here <laughs>
1: I would. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I I've traveled would all it. over Southeast Asia, but I've actually never been to the Philippines. Oh my I, yeah.
0: God. Well, it's going to bring you here. You're going to love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Thank you so Take much. Take care.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye.